But Dad, isn't it time for illegal ham in the face? But, but, but bro, where's the banjo? Buddy, let me fade this out for Big Bry. We are here on a very, very special episode of Illegal Ham in the Face. I am here with Big Bry as always. Howdy. And I'm also here with the man behind the scenes, my cousin Vinny. Hey, good morning. Uh, phones vibrate. Okay. Okay. It really vibrates? Oh, my phone. Oh, your phones will vibrate. My phone's on to vibrate. Everybody's yeah, phone's on to vibrate. Put, sure. put your phone on vibrate. Okay, I'm put sorry. Vibrate. That's that's, put my phone on vibrate. <laughs> we I'm don't sorry. need the dings. Oh, I'm sorry. Ding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the special show we have for you today is we're going to talk the Browns' horrible loss to the Jets. God dang Jets. I mm-hmm. uh, wanted to say something jets. else, but I didn't want to. The gosh darn Jets. Yep. And then we also got to look forward to, guess what? It's time for Squealers Week, and it is time for playoffs for the Browns. We're going to get into a little bit of that. But the main thing that we got today is we got former Brown great Felix Wright going to join the show with us. He led the league in interceptions, I believe it was in 89, Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure. Yep. And he's going to come on and talk a little football with us. We'll ask him a couple food questions, too. So he'll be here on later in the show. But we always start out the show with our shout outs so brian do you have any shout outs for today uh yeah let me let me give a shout out to um as a lot of people were in the fantasy playoffs this week i was in a championship and well my christmas didn't go as i planned because alvin kamara hung a 60 burger on my football team my fantasy team and so I took the L, not to mention to rub a little dirt in the wound he had, uh, uh, Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen last night. So oh. let me shout out Nick. Congratulations. That was my big, uh, my big fantasy league that we've been doing for years. And it was between him and I. One of us was going to be the first three time winner. So let me shout out Nick. Congratulations and take my lumps. I got to be better next year, I guess. I am going to shout out, uh, Craig Fountain. Uh, who started the Browns table, which I was on last week. And if you want to watch the Browns table, it is going live on Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. on Facebook, uh, YouTube, and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Okay. He asked me to be a guest on there and loved every minute of it. Also got to shout out our boy Kevin from last week joining us and having a blast with us, talking all sorts of calves. Uh, also got to shout out our fantasy football winner here on the legal hand of the face hmm. our vampire Who league winner joe bear joe bear, joe bear wow. took down the vampire but no he really way. didn't need a lot to do it because he also had alvin kamara yep and then he also had who was it Devonte adams Devontae adams and pretty much with those two he beat my whole team so it really wow. doesn't matter what i had he basically so, i mean he had one of the best teams all year he had Mahomes. He scored 196 freaking points. Yeah, Mahomes and those two guys. So he basically had the best quarterback, the best running back, and the best receiver. Like the best so. I'd done all year was 156, and that was against Lord. Uh-huh. He comes in with 196 Holy points. 196. Who does that? That's insane. <laughs> like everything went right for him. It was like, oh, I fumbled it. Oh, I picked it up, ran it in for a touchdown. Look uh-huh. at that. Uh. Maybe, and, maybe he can share some of his secrets with the Indians. Well, I hope so, because they need it. <laughs> so he won the first ever illegal ham to the face fantasy football. He won his own pick of Cleveland underground whiskey. And I will get a picture of me and Joe bear with that whiskey and put it out on Twitter and put it out on Facebook. So everybody can see that uh, Joe bears, the best in legal ham to the face right now. 
Till next year, right, Brian? Mm-hmm. Till yep. next year. Congrats. Now, I don't know if we're going to do a Vampire League next year because people cried about certain trades and stuff this year, but <laughs> we might do it again next year. We don't know yet. That we'll see what happens. That was my mistake. I should have had more integrity as a commission to veto that trade. Well, you should have actually asked Big Man and actually asked what happened with that trade because I was on Cheap Seats the other day, mm-hmm. and I told him what was up with that trade, mm-hmm. and Big Man actually acknowledged it. So if you listen to the Cheap Seats uh, episode 14, okay, it's on there. Find out also, what shout out to the boys at Cheap Seats. Yep. Vinny, do you got any shout outs? Uh, no shout outs today. <clears throat> no shout outs today? Really? Gosh, I have one too, and I kind of forget about you know, it. Everybody forgets about stuff. I forget <laughs> yeah. about the trivia at the end of the show. So in the out. beginning. Hey, here. We're getting ready to do it now. Oh, okay. Are we ready to do the trivia? Sure. All right, let's do it. Big bribe. It is my turn for trivia. And trivia is brought to you by Curb Appeal Landscaping. Contact Papa V at Curb Appeal Landscaping. You can get a hold of him at curbappeal419.com. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Brian, it is my turn for trivia this week. Yep. And the Browns are just on the doorstep of getting into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I think you might have been six when this happened. I was six. Okay. Around 90. Around 94. 94. 94. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I remember I was at that playoff game. Okay. So you know who they beat? Yep. Okay. The Patriots. Well, Bill, all right. well, Bill that's, Parcells. That screws one of my questions out. So that's <laughs> awesome. So let's do a I think backup. it was on New Year's Day. Let's do a backup question. Okay. Okay. So this receiver was signed to a contract, mm-hmm. a lofty contract, might we add, and then was cut after week 15. Up until week 15. He was outgained in yardage by Tom Brady. <laughs> Can you name me this wide receiver? You can't give me the year? Uh, 2015. Okay. Well, I got two. There's two names floating around uh, in my head. So you just hold on to that. <laughs> They're both pretty terrible. They are. They are. So we are going to get here into our show a little bit. Uh, Vinny, can you hand me the paperwork there? We already got Joe Barrow in there. Do we want to bring Joe Barrow in now? Yeah, why not? Uh, let's bring Joe Barrow in now. Sure. All right. Hold on just one second, people. So, on the horn with us, we have our brother from another mother. We got the winner of the Illegal Hand of the Face Fantasy Football. Joe Bear is on with us. What's going on, Joe Bear? What's up, fellas? How's, it's an how... honor. Honor and a privilege to yeah. be the champion of the first ever inaugural. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. Fatty. Fantasy football league. Oh, thanks, now. bud. Thanks. So I told everybody that you get to pick your whatever you want from uh, Cleveland Underground Whiskey. All right. So you get to pick your own whiskey. And then I will bring the bottle to you. We will take Ooh. a picture of us with the bottle. We will post it on uh, Facebook and Twitter so everybody can see the winner. And at that point in time, I'm probably going to punch you for Alvin Kamara. <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, texting you on uh, Christmas, uh, just saying, uh, you know, Camaro must know I love bourbon. So, oh yeah, Merry, and, uh, Merry Christmas to me. Yep, he, he stepped could, up for his boy. He could have stopped at two touchdowns. Could have stopped at three or four. Like, did you, <laughs> did you, did yeah. you like slide an extra twenty in there and be like, hey, if you could make it six, let's do this. <laughs> that way, I can just take a nap the rest yeah. of the weekend. <laughs> Pretty much what it was. <laughs> I mean, I guess it wouldn't have, wouldn't have really mattered because I That's think I won I by said. sixty anyway. There you so. go. Well, you, I think you won by like eighty or ninety. So even if Kamara took a goose egg, sorry, I don't mean to rub it in. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. A little bit. I, I didn't. I didn't mean to rub a it in. A little bit. Yeah. So do you know who's coming on with us tonight? I saw that Felix Wright. How awesome is that, right? That's fantastic. I hope you guys have a good combo. I hope good. so, too. Uh, so how was your uh, Christmas before we get you off of here? You have a good Christmas? Uh, yeah, it was nice. It was nice, you know. Kind of a Christmas, a home for the holidays, you know. Yeah. Well, it sucked <laughs> without family, you know, not yeah. seeing all the family because we're still in a <clears throat> pandemic. Mm-hmm. Right. So, right. but We had uh, four four different Zoom meetings, so, you know. Nice. It was a Zoom, a Zoom Christmas. Nice. There you go. All right. So, Joe Bear, thank you. I know you got to take your daughter to basketball. By the way, 
her form looks great. And here before too long, she's going to be dunking because I see the uh, pictures you posted of her like three ball shot. It's unreal. She's oh, yeah. got a pretty good shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she enjoys playing. That's a good. That's a good sign. Beef. Yeah, you got to tell eat. her beef. Yeah, balance, got... eyes, elbow, follow through. See that's there right. you go. <laughs> And also, you got to teach her the uh, AI crossover. <laughs> yeah, make people look Break stupid. Ankles should be easy. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe Bear, let's get you off here, bud. Well, hey, All right, take well, care, can, guys. Can we have you on for the hot stove talk in February? Oh, yeah. All right, just checking. There it is. Oh, yeah. Frankie Lindor, yes or no, next year? Uh, I, I'm i surprised he hasn't gone already. Oh. Hold on, next one, Cookie Carrasco. <laughs> well, no, yeah, Cookie's a Cleveland, Cleveland guy. Right. Are you sure? Because I've been uh, shopping him pretty hard. Padres. Unless the Padres want an eighth starter or something. Well, they're going pretty good at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. See you, buddy. Thanks, Joe. Take, Have fun. Take it easy. All right. That was Joe Bear with us. Uh, there's a quick little burp with him. Champion. But he is El Chubbyload here at the Legal Hand of the Face. God, Brian, I thought I had him. I thought I had him. I mean, <laughs> you you I, probably didn't think you had him for very long until no, as soon, Friday hit. Yeah, as soon as oh, God. I, I was I was right there with you going against Kamara. But I just it it hurt so bad just watching that going. Oh, really, six touchdowns? Really, six? Mm-hmm. But I guess that's what it is, right? Yeah, yeah. Happy oh. for uh, the people that won, and kind of hate you at the same time. Do you want to uh, talk a little Jets, or you want to talk Steelers first? No, let's yeah, let's go over what what happened on All Sunday. Right. Well, there was a horrible debacle on Saturday, and yeah. the Browns lost to the Jets. So both me, or actually all three of us, lost on our picks. Yep. So all of us picked the uh, the Browns to beat the Jets. I told Kevin. I, I, I got, tried to give him inside information. You know what's really bad is I got blamed for it by Jay because Jay said that Kevin didn't want to make a pick, but you made him, and this is karma on you. So I guess I got to take the blame for that loss. I'll eat it. It's fine. Just trying to help a brother out. But they lost, what was it, 23 to 16? 16. Yep. It was a god-awful showing. We didn't have any starting wide receivers. Right. We had two new offensive linemen. We had a linebacker out. We had it, – it was just oh. a – it was a mess of a show. And the only thing I can say about this is I told you earlier today, Bri, the two takes I got from this are probably going to be horrible takes and people are going to bash me on it. Mm-hmm. The two things that screwed this team against the Jets, one, Kevin Stefanski. Really? Two, the NFL. Okay. Yeah. First off, Kevin Stefanski, because I understand they're stacking the box, they're daring you to run. I get that. But you abandoned it complete and clear. And how, with these guys that have been playing football from the age of six, most of them, you can't look at these guys going, we got to scrap the game plan. This is what they're going to run. You can't tell these guys the routes they're going to run. Like, I don't understand. You can't go backyard football on it. Does it have to be scripted? Yeah, you know, backyard football. I don't know if that works in the NFL. I understand. Well, you only had 12 hours. Well, right. You know, everyone's heard that they were running – plays and going through uh the options in the parking garage what was in the morning of morning of because they got three brand new wide receivers yeah so it, it was to me i think i think he should have changed the game plan i think he should have stuck with what was bread butter for him and not have baker throw the ball 53 times yeah but that's just or kind at of... least or at least throw some more screen passes that's where the that's where the game took him. I mean, I I, I, I kind I'm with you. I don't think Stefanski had his best game ever, but um, just, that's because I don't know if they really had a, a sense of urgency in the first half because no. we're just kind of all right. It's the Jets. Yeah, we can kind of you know fumble the ball away, or we don't have to score a billion points to beat them. And so, but in all reality, we lost the game on Saturday. With all these guys getting uh, getting axed from from playing, so I I think if we had any of our if we had our receiving core or we had all of our offensive linemen, either one, we would have won the game. I th- I think if we would have had one wide receiver and one, and it it, it was very glaring. Jedrick Wills needed to be a that game. Wills, but also Teller, we have not run the ball very well when Teller has been out. 
No, no, so that scares the crap out of me because I don't know if he's going to play this week. And again, you think, well, we'll get to it. But if we're playing the Steelers backups, maybe necessarily we don't need him. But if you just lost to the Jets, you can lose to the Steelers backups, too. Yes, you can. So it would be nice to have him back in some capacity. But yeah, if you know, you think about it, we're playing um, our third string offense lineman in two positions. It's not like we got our backup because Chris Hubbard was basically our backup for every single position on our line. Yeah. He's out. So we're down to our third string right guard and Nick Harris and our third string left tackle and Kendall Lamb. And, you know, usually we've been spoiled this year with how good our offensive line has been. A lot of people think when we're healthy, we're the best offensive line in the league. I hear you, bud. I hear you. It, it's just, it sucks to watch that game. And also, what my second take was the NFL. You bit backwards and backwards for the Ravens. But you cannot, 12 hours before a game, you deemed us okay to play without our starting wide receivers. All of them. Mm-hmm. Not just one. All of them. Yeah. But it was okay for us to play. Because their stupid rule that they had in, was if there was more people tested positive for COVID, they would move the game. Mm-hmm. But since there was only one person that tested positive and the other ones were a close contact, the game went on. Yeah, that's what I don't know, and that's kind of where the gray area is. And it kind of raised some eyebrows and raised some questions that I brought up to you earlier was, is this because it was the Browns? And I, had they... Yes. Because... We know what the Big Ten did with Ohio State. Okay. Now, Big Man was very vocal in saying he thinks they made the exception because it was Ohio State. Yes, and I think that too. Would the NFL have made the exception if it was the Pittsburgh Steelers yes. or the Green Bay Packers you or the Dallas Cowboys said, or the Kansas City Chiefs? Because the Broncos played without a quarterback. They yeah. told the Broncos four days earlier, you're playing this game, even if you have a quarterback or not. They told the Browns, Six hours before, like, it was the night of saying... Within 24 hours. Within 24 hours, hey, you're still playing this game. They didn't even fly into New York until that day because they had to wait to see what the contract tradition was. So you got to imagine, you're flying in, you're not even getting your scheduled stuff, and the NFL going, hey, oh, I'm sorry, your star wide receiver Jarvis is out. Yeah, Your other two, your punt returner's out. Your other wide receiver gone. Oh, okay. Well, we'll go ahead and play. Go ahead and play. That's fine. You're calling DPJ just a punt returner? I'm not talking about him. Yes. <laughs> uh, but even, if we you, had him, he probably would have been our lead receiver. Even your Mike linebacker, the one in charge. Oh, well, he your tested defense. positive. He's Plus, one that tested positive. We also lost Jacob Phillips. Because of that. So we were out two of our better linebackers also. So we'll get to the defense maybe in a little bit. But and then Taki Taki got hurt. Yeah, going back to the off. I just wish. I just wanted to say Taki Taki. I'm right. sorry. With with the NFL and how they're conducting things now, they're just kind of putting their head down and they're pushing forward and say, good luck with it. But you mean to tell me if Pat Mahomes and Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey are out, they're not going to push that game back? Oh, they're going to push it. And I'm not back. comparing our money. guys that we lost to them. But – there's just so much gray area. I wish there was black and white. And I understand that everything can't be black and white. But you should be, okay, if you have five-plus guys on your team that are going to miss this game because of contact tracing or positive tests, then we'll push it back a day for you. We'll push it back two days. And maybe that wouldn't have even mattered. But uh, it sure would have been nice to get another day full of preparation. I know it's the Jets, but trying to get them ready. They're still an NFL football team. They gave you everything you could handle. And it shouldn't have come down to a fourth down rush by Baker, but it did. And, you know, we were down 20-3 to after the first drive of the second half. So we were really playing catch-up after a while. Uh, I hear you. (laughs) I'm watching Vinny draw over here. He's he's working on his top three. I was worried about him. Oh, come on He was zoning out. But, uh, so, what do you take away from this Jets game? I mean, I saw a lack of heart at the beginning of the game, and then I saw him try to get back into it, and I think Baker tried to do too much. What do you think? Yeah, I think, um, you know, I, I think we were screwed because of what happened on Saturday, and then we tried to make the best of it. Hold on, cheap seats. Beer check. 
All right. There you go. Shout out. <laughs> and I don't think the the offensive coaches, maybe in the whole coaching staff, I don't know how much of, of a piece of pie that Kevin Stefanski has in it, but I don't think they did very well. They did their guys any favors because it was clear Baker did not trust his offensive line. He did not trust his receivers. And so to have him throw it 55 times, like you said, maybe was a bit of a mistake, but we were down 17, basically the the start of the second half. And so you have to throw the ball. You, we were getting no positive yards in the rushing game in the first half. We tried it. They knew we were going to try it. We tried it over and over again, and it just wasn't working. I don't know if you watched the um, the Sunday night game against the Packers and the Titans. The snowball? Yeah. I love the and snowball. And the Packers got up big early. And they continued to build on that leak, and the Titans just kept pounding the ball with Derrick Henry. And that was kind of their downfall. That's why it wasn't really that close, because even in the third quarter, late in the third quarter, early fourth quarter, they're still running the ball. They're still trying to do that and try to make up three touchdown deficit, and that just wasn't working. So I understand we had to throw the ball, but it was just disappointing in the ways that they chose to throw the ball. We know what Baker's good at. He's good at screens. Now, you in a screen, you get the ball in the playmaker's hands. Let's get it to Chubb. Let's get it to Hunt. And let's let them make the play. And so when we did that, we had a lot of success, it seems. We just didn't do it enough. And also, what happened to the play action? You know they're selling out to stop the run. Where was the play action? And... I saw very few bootlegs, rollouts, to give Baker a chance out in open space. And so that's where I, like you said, you put it on Stefanski. I don't know if it's solely Stefanski or if it's Van Pelt or who who was the play calling mostly lie on, but that was a disappointment to me. The other thing I, I thought was a disappointment was we, we saw, we didn't see a lot of Chubb and Hunt both in the backfield. But the other thing I would like to see a little bit to stretch out the defense a little bit is they're all stacked up in the box. Why not do like a sweep with Hunt coming right across the middle and doing an outside run with Hunt? Or yeah. the same with that, or a bubble screen to the outside to Hunt to get like at least four or five yards. So Charlie just interrupted my train of thought. <laughs> Thanks, bud. I love you. Yeah, r- right. The- <laughs> all right. There it is. With the bubble screen, it's an easy completion, and you let your guys, you know, before. If unless, you can't run, that's five yards. Right. Unless you unless you see a certain type of coverage, you know where you're going with the ball. So there's no miscommunication. So you take the snap, you give it to him, and you hope, hopefully he makes a play. Because I'm telling you, it was hard to watch that rush game in the first half because we just weren't getting anything. Even the Jets, I was envious of the Jets. Them getting four, five, six yards of rush, envious of thirty-seven-year-old Frank Frank Gore, and it, it was hard to watch. And the second half, they did what they could to come back, but I, I almost think maybe it was too little, too late because we were we were almost in panic mode. Yeah, we were in panic mode ever since the uh, we well since the opening series when they made the touchdown when Ward got yeah. burned. And yeah, you know what? What the great thing about this game is, though, Brian, even though we lost. You had the coach go, it's on me. I didn't put them in the right position to win. You had Baker say, I put the ball down three times. He fumbled three times, Mm -hmm. and he owned it. Now, granted, he had like a two-minute press conference afterwards, Mm -hmm. but he knew what was going on. And then finally, you had Denzel Ward saying, I can't let that happen. So you have three stars on your team that realize that that can't happen anymore. And hopefully that will throttle somebody later on. Vinny, you had something you wanted to say. You know what? I think the the biggest disappointment was Parky missing that kick because that kind of set us apart that much further. Not only did we need what three touchdowns, I think it was, really to 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 really win the game at yeah, that point. He, he got it down to where it could have been a field goal instead right. of four points. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. That's and, when things really took a turn. I think. Yeah. We're obviously looking for a kicker next well, year. Well, where where do you stand? Yeah, obviously next year. We I are. mean, there's no if answer. Where do you stand it. with Parky? Because I've always been, I've been vocal in that I'm a Parky guy, and 
You got to come under scrutiny the past three weeks. There's nothing you can do about it. No, it's way too late in the year. You got to go with right. Him. You have to roll with him, which is now, what scares me because his confidence is clearly shaken, and you don't feel good about him attempting any field goal. That's completely Extra fine. Point, that's completely whatever. fine. Well, in that case, do you want? If it comes down to a extra point to win the game, are you going to go for two? <laughs> no, no, not to that extreme. No. Are you sure? Because yeah, you have to try. I mean, unless he misses like two extra points previous to that. Because okay. he, he hit a 44-yarder in this game. He hit another <laughs> extra point, And so. It just seems like he has one kick that just gets away from him. Yeah. And, and it's not. And it's funny. We, we joked around about it earlier. He hits the upright. It doesn't go off to one side. It doesn't go off to the other side. He hits it and just goes straight down. Right. Like he hits it perfectly straight on <laughs> that it doesn't even move. It just goes down. He doesn't go off to the side. It doesn't flect nothing. Like he nails that. That is the most accurate kicker to kick that ball and hit the upright right. and just not move it anywhere else. Right. And I'm sure he hates the word doink because <laughs> I'm not going to call him that. Oh, yeah. I'm like, no. Dink? Would you call him dink? No, I'm not. You know how hard it is to kick a field goal as well as I do. We're going back right. to wrestlers. So, oh, well, you remember that. That's, that's what <laughs> yeah. I was going for, man. There, there you go. go. He picked up There on you go, it. Jay. Here's Dick and Doink for you. <laughs> we'll get into some more here in a little bit. What's the one? What Finley with uh, the... <laughs> oh, yeah. The the mini Shillelagh guy. Yeah. Uh, oh, I can't think of his name. Oh, that's Somebody thinks of his time. name. Hit me up on Twitter <laughs> at uh, <laughs> I am that guy or at illegal. But if, if Parky would have missed it, well, I think he missed it left. If it would have went a couple inches to the right, it would have banked up that upright and gone in. And it, yeah, it's crazy that he hits it dead on because if he misses it a little more to the inside, it banks in. off there and it's in. Yeah. And so, yeah. What, <laughs> what did you think about your boy Jamie Gillen attempting a 60-yarder at the end of the first half? It's Jamie Gillen. He's the Scottish Hammer. Would you have done it? I mean, we don't know what he's capable of because we don't see him in the first half. No. I, but that thing was twisting sideways. Well, it was also his first kick in, like, what, over a year? Well, yeah, right. I, I mean, mean, he's got the strong leg. Don't get me wrong. Well, we have been better off just throwing a, a Hail Mary? or We looked uh, how well that did. We threw it throughout the end zone, and the Baltimore Ravens guy ran into the goalpost, which was probably <laughs> the best thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Well, we almost got him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, so, Brian, let's close the book on the Jets. Yeah. Because we got to keep moving forward here. So, so your take is we, I, I think we so got they, away from the run too quickly? I, I think we got away from the run too quickly, and we just kind of abandoned it, even though they had some chunk plays there at the end. But you could also see that there were screen plays that Chubb got that 16 yards. There was one that for, uh, to uh, Hunt that was for 17 yards. Like, they were making chunk plays throughout the entire time with the screenplay. And I don't know why they – because that defense was playing very aggressive up front because they knew that they had the offensive line. And, you know, like, one of Baker's fumbles, I'm not blaming on him because he's actually trying to make the pass. So he got Mm -hmm. hit in the arm. That happens. What about uh? What about the B? Oh, we got so we got we, screwed on a couple calls, yeah. but also we got very fortunate on a couple calls. Yes, as but well. we we got screwed on the on uh, the Sam Darnold Sam fumble, Darnold fumble that which was I actual thought, fumble. I was like, okay, well the rule is watching the replay. I was telling everyone the rule is if your arm's coming forward and you don't have the ball, that's a fumble. And what happened? His arm was coming forward without the ball. It's fumble. It's a fumble. And and the fact that they blew it dead because it was a touchdown. I know. And I know. how many times do you see in NFL games where they don't blow it dead and it's clearly one way? Oh, I know. And so for them to blow it dead, that kind of screwed us. And then they didn't even give us a ball after that. I know. What about the fumble there at the end of the game? Yeah. Like, there's I, so I, many... don't, I don't understand. Like, it, did, it didn't even hit the ground, did it? So there's so many semantics with that and so many uh, rules. Like, I don't understand. You'd so have what... to be an NFL nerd to, like, really understand what happens there. But I don't think they gave it enough time. So I gotta ask you. So what would have happened? I know you're not an NFL guy, right? What would have happened if he realized that he was stuck and just turned and pitched it to Kareem Hunt? Would that have been fine? Yep, that would have been. So that been fine. That but him fine. dropping the ball him, and, and Kareem and, picking it up midair is not fine. And because it was under two minutes, the rules change. That's bullshit. Which is bullshit. Yeah, the rules change. Bullshit. Under two minutes, and right. See, had I it, told you the NFL screwed us. Had it been intentional. It would have counted, but because it was unintentional, they said, "Well, you can't fumble the ball forward." Uh, well, 
Let's, so we got screwed. Let's put this one behind. It, us, it is what it is. And hey, playoffs start now. This is a playoff game coming up. We are going to be going against the hated Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, and Brian is all pumped up for this. Well, so, let me. Do you want me? If we're getting into Steelers talk, uh, I I got the scenarios right here. Oh, you I want don't me, want the scenarios. They just need to win. My, so, no, they just need to win. That is the easiest thing for the Browns to do to get right, the playoffs. They need to win. Is just win. But I don't care about what everybody else does. They need to win. Right. They need to win. But there's still a chance that if you lose, you can get in. I know we don't want to talk about them losing, but it's part of the equation. By the way, Vinny came through with it. Hordeswoggle. Was the guy's name? Fit Finley and Hornswoggle. Yep. He's so a, he's a little little uh, wrestler. Yeah, yeah, he's a little wrestler. Oh, okay, cool. So, um, yeah. So why do we care about? They just got to beat Pittsburgh. Just let beat Pittsburgh. Okay. There, that's. I mean, I understand the other scenarios with ties and everything else. And well, there's Baltimore's got to lose, and Indy's got to lose, well, and Titans got to lose. So and, realistically, Indy's beating Jacksonville. Yes, and uh. Baltimore's beating Cincinnati. Yeah. So if by chance we lose, the only realistic scenario in my mind is Tennessee loses to Houston. Okay. And Miami beats hopefully Buffalo's backups. Okay. If that happens, we're in. Ten if well if we lose, you need to immediately switch and I don't know what time these games are, but switch your fandom to root for Houston. And Miami. Well, let's just hope at 4 o'clock, we don't have to worry about it, Brian. I, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I we mean, shouldn't have to worry about it. Obviously, we said that Mason Rudolph is now going to be the starting quarterback for the Steelers. We found that out today. Right. We also found out that TJ Watt is sitting. Oh, is that right? Joe Hayden is sitting. Pelty is, is sitting. Okay. Okay. So, you got a whole bunch of starters for the Steelers that are sitting. Any point in time. Now, we are going to have, depending on test, COVID test. Jarvis Landry should be back. Our mm-hmm. wide receiver should be back. Mm-hmm. Our linebackers, Phillips, should be back. Phillips should be. I don't think Goodson will be. I, Goodson will not be because of the time frame. Right. Taki Taki, what's the deal with him? Taki Taki has got an ankle injury, and they have not disclosed what's going on with Taki Taki. Mm-hmm. But also, you got to factor in the fact that we have Ward, who gets another week of healthy. Right. Okay. Right. You got Garrett, who is playing great, by the way, again. Right. You got Verded. Verded graded out as one of the top defensive ends. Did you see that? Do you know who our leading tackler was this week? Carl Jovis? Carl nope. Jovis? Oh, I thought it was. Sheldon Richardson. Really? How After often, he went out. How I, often is a defensive wow. tackle your wow. leading tackler? Well, did he have a couple fumbles too? Richardson? Oh, no. Block kicks. He blocked the kicks this week. Oh, Two the block extra kicks. point. Yeah. Yeah. He's a stud. He, and I thought we were going to go over this last week and we never really got to it, but, um, I thought you were going to ask me the Pro Bowl snubs, and the easy ones are Teller yes. and uh, Ward. I'm sorry I didn't bring it up because we talked about it later on the Browns fine. table. That's my I, fault. I, Teller and Ward, and they pro- had they played all the games, they probably would have been surefire, no-brainer uh, Pro Bowlers, yeah. but they missed a few, and so I understand why they were left off. I was going to throw out Sheldon Richardson. He's playing. He's been playing solid this whole year. I know he's getting a little bit older, but... I don't know what his contract status is. We might have him for one more year, but heck, I'd bring him back. All right, so what are you looking forward to this game? I mean, they have to win, right? Right. They got to get back to their way of playing football. Right. Yeah, and, you know, this is another game that you should win, but I, it's hard for me to be super confident in it just because, and I know we're not the same team we were two, three, four years ago, but... We've lost to the Steelers' backups a couple times before. We've lost to Landry Jones a few times. Duck. So we lost to Duck. We lost to Duck last year. And so I'm still scared. I, the Browns need to realistically come out and treat this like a playoff game rather than like they're playing the Jets last week. Well, let's see if the motto sticks because that's been their motto all year is one week at a time. Yeah. One game at a time. Yeah. Well, guess what, Browns? You got one game left. To get in the playoffs. Let's see what you got. Because guess what? You lose to the Steelers. You lost to the Jets. You don't deserve to be in the playoffs right. if you lose to those two I, teams. I would agree. Yes. All right. I mean, the Jets. Okay. I'm not going to absolutely kill them for that. And the Steelers actually did us a favor this past weekend. So, 
it was weird for me watching the Browns game and flipping back over trying to catch a Steelers update because it was like, what am I rooting for? Am I rooting for the Steelers to win so they can knock the uh, the Colts below us? Or am I rooting for the Colts to win so we can have an advantage at the division if we play the Steelers the following week and if we happen to beat the Jets and come back? So... I was back and forth. I didn't know what to do. But at the end of the day, get me into the playoffs. I don't care about it. Princess is all ready for the playoffs. Heck yeah. Here she comes. Fire Come up. on, girl. Come on, girl. Give it to me, Betty. <laughs> hey, baby. All right. Go on. <laughs> Love Princess. She's fired up. Hi, baby. Fired girl. up. She's fired. fired up. She must have went outside. Oh, beautiful. So my biggest takeaway is we know how big this game is for the Browns. And we are allowed to have, unlike the New York Jets, we are allowed to have fans in our stadium. Those 12,000 people we are need going to go in. We need 12,000 Browns fans. Do not sell your tickets to a Steelers fan. No, this is the first time since 12, 2000, 2002 that you could go into Cleveland Browns Stadium against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And just lose your mind. Mm-hmm. Show up. Show them who we are. Show them the 216 or 440 or 330. 330. Love. Love all the 330. Right? We are all Northeast Ohio. Mm-hmm. Go out there and just scream your head off. Yeah. What, it, what I never understood, and obviously it's their money. They can do whatever they want. We need a... High power, celebrity, famous, super rich Browns fan. Brown, Brad Paisley, Condoleezza Rice, Drew Carey, Drew Carey, Hank Aaron. I guess is a Browns. LeBron fan. James. Steve. Is he a Browns fan? Yes. LeBron. Yeah. He's not a Cowboy fan. No. Oh. Well, my bad. I didn't put it on vibrate. Yep. So buy up all those tickets. And give them away to Browns backers or something like that. And I mean, donate the money to charity or whatever. It's your money. Do whatever you want to do. But this is the biggest Browns game since 2007, probably. All right. Well, and, you we'll know, um, so the last two times the Browns have been in the playoffs, do you know what years those were? 2002? 2002. 1994. 1994. Do you know who eliminated them from those playoffs? 94 was the Patriots. No. Nope. Yes, it was. Beat the Patriots. I thought, no. Yes, I was at that game. We already went over this. We beat the Patriots. I thought they for lost some the reason. No, for some reason it was a home game, yeah. even though we were the wild card team. Steelers. I know the Steelers the beat us. Steelers beat too. us in 94. That was Tommy Maddox, wasn't it? Yeah. Tommy, right. Maddox Tommy Maddox and Kelly and Holcomb. In 04 or two, 94 was uh, Neil O'Donnell, maybe. And so, yeah, the last two times we've been in the playoffs, the Steelers have eliminated us. So... Come on, boys. It's time to get your revenge. Yeah. And guess what? It's time to knock the Steelers off their high horse mm-hmm. and let them know who's in charge now. We don't need a three-headed monster atop the AFC North. We just need a one-headed monster. And right now, Baltimore has shown that they kicked your ass, so they're the next ones you got to get. Take out Big Ben. Retire him. Send him to greener pastures. Peace out. Well, as we talked about and as I maybe thought, the Baltimore Ravens season was kick-started when they beat you. They've yeah, been on yes. a tear these last two weeks. They've played bad teams, but it hadn't even been close. So, a game you should have won. So they're probably <clears throat> going to beat the, the uh, Bengals this week, so you can't count on them. And I'm just hoping that uh, the Browns take care of business because, I don't know, when you heard Mason Rudolph was starting today. How did you feel? Were you disappointed? Do you want to beat the best of the best of the Steelers? I am kind of like everyone else. I want to get into the playoffs and then let it go from there. Because we always we also know that once you get in the playoffs, anybody can catch fire. Mm-hmm. Look at Tennessee last year. Yeah. They made it all the way to the championship game. They were 9-7. and seven. The Giants. Both yes. years they won the title. Exactly. Yep. So we are about, uh, let's see here, we're almost 40 minutes in, Brian. We oh. got we got about uh, 15 minutes before we bring Felix on. Okay. So we're going to get into uh, your pick first mm-hmm. for the Pittsburgh Browns game. Your pick first. Uh, I can't because I always take our guest, and I'm going to ask okay. Felix Wright Golly. his pick. 
You're killing me here. All right. Because so you are down one. I'm down one. So if I. You have to pick the Steelers. Felix, Felix Wright, Browns legend, cannot pick the Steelers, <laughs> especially right. their backups. So, so does that be your I'm foreshadowing that he's going to pick the Browns. If I pick the Browns, I'm still one game behind. It doesn't matter. So I. Are you just going to concede and give wow. me the whiskey? I should. I really should. You going because... to concede and you guys split the bottle of whiskey? Wow. <laughs> is that what it's coming down to? No. Can Come you, on. I'm can not, you really bet right. on the Steelers? Thank, thank you, Vinny, for being my, no way. my voice of reason. You I are hear you. absolutely right. I cannot pick the Steelers. Especially I would rather pay money. Yeah. I will pick the Browns. 48 to 3. 48 to 3. Yeah, screw Pittsburgh. Yeah, that boy. <laughs> he is going bold Come with Come on this. now. You act- Your backups. We'll Ladies, get you again. What? There's a chance we play Pittsburgh. I know, three times. In the playoffs. Three times. So, All right, so we'll Vinny, beat your backups and then we'll beat your ass. Give me yours, buddy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I've been pretty consistent all, all season long with my scores. I definitely think uh, Cleveland's going to go ahead and win this one, too. Let's do uh, let's do the ever impressive yeah 24. yep twenty seven twenty four yeah well. oh, there it is another trademark twenty four yeah. trademark that trademark that <laughs> all right so I am going to choose mine when Felix comes on with us here later all right we're going to do a quick blurb about food because we we got really Browns heavy because of what's going on and what's happening in the playoffs there hopefully hopefully it starts now starts now. So we're going to get into food real quick, and we're going to talk about New Year's Day. All right, you got college football games going on. Everybody does either pork or sauerkraut. Every my mom brought this up to me. Everybody mm-hmm. does something different for New Year's Day, mm-hmm. and it depends on your country, mm-hmm. your religion. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So your New Year's Day spread, okay? So like what we like to do here in the Fat Boy, how a pork loin with a little bit of sauerkraut, mm-hmm. okay? And then we top that off. We got some stuffing. We got some stuff like that. But then also, we snack on a lot of stuff because we watch all the college bowl games. Nope. So we do the uh, the Velveeta cheese with the chili. We do the chili cheese dip. We do the uh, we do the vegetable tray. Which don't judge me on the vegetable tray. My mom brings that because mm, yeah. she's gluten free. I'm surprised you even see that. I I know. We also do the cheese and like salami and pepperoni tray. Mm-hmm. So those are the kind of things we snack on during New Year's Day, and it's not even a meal; it's just keep snacking. Mm-hmm. Right. So, Vinny, what do you got for New Year's Day? New Year's Day, uh, usually Mama does like the the Italian tradition. We do we do like the seven different kinds of fish, hmm. and we do the pork. Oh, uh, you do fish? Yeah. Well, seven kinds you know, of fish. Seven seven, kinds seven of fish. different kinds of fish. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. impressive. Wow. And um, you know, we have a bunch of other you know our normal spread kind of like tailgate Sunday kind of thing, you know, we'll there have you go. everything all spread out. It's, it's going to be one hell of a game. And mm-hmm. It's going to be one hell of a, a new year's. Yep. I'm, I'm with you. I mean, that's what my, my family hasn't gotten together a whole lot lately um, in the last few years. But when we do, it's like, yeah, watching the Rose bowl, watching college football. Mm-hmm. If there's NFL on, we watch that, but it's a lot of just finger foods, just nitpicking. You know, I talked about the the barbecue meatballs in the past. Mm-hmm. Fatty brought up, uh, we call it bean dip. It's like a cheese With and beans. beans, so good. And pigs in a blanket. Okay, I could or right. or so we do the pigs in a blanket, or we also do the little barbecue weenies. Mm-hmm. You know, those tiny little ones, and just in a crock pot, and it you just. You end up putting on like ten pounds that oh, day because yeah. you're just oh, yeah. grazing all day. You're just like, <laughs> oh, it's get, not even a meal. They, you, they're just making those, the snacks. Those yeah. tiny little plates, and you fill it up like five times. And you're like, oh, I didn't have that much. And then you got all the leftover Christmas cookies and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, forget about it. Thank God for New Year's resolutions. All right, well, let's pause this. All right, let's see if we can't get Felix here on with us. All right, let's just pause one second. Go. Cool. All right, so we had a little hiccup in the uh, scheduling with Felix Wright, but we got a quick little guest on with us. We have Craig Fountain, right? That is correct, and I, I am uh, so grateful you asked. I'm, I'm honored to be on here. Oh, perfect. You Thank you. So Craig Fountain started the Browns Table. He is also part of the Gingers podcast, okay? And you have a whole bunch of other stuff you're doing. You're doing the Browns. Brown's table, 
dog by browns, a whole bunch of other browns. You you laid out a list already, so you're doing I'm a lot of stuff. I'm a busy ginger. You are a busy ginger. <laughs> that that's for sure. Uh, we <laughs> here at Illegal Ham of the Face cannot thank you enough for letting us join you guys on the uh, on the Browns table. We really do appreciate it because it is a blast. We have fun with it. I, I'm very excited that you that you agreed to come on the show, and I can't wait to see what everything holds for us. Well, it, I kind of had to because everybody kind of looks at illegal ham to the face and goes, "What are these guys about?" <laughs> and, I don't know the the name the name catches me in your your cover art for your podcast. It blows me away. It hooked me right in. I didn't even have to listen to it. I love your podcast, and I listen to it, but. But man, you hooked me right in. I have to. I have to say that. We appreciate it. Love I that. also have to apologize for my mom last week for chiming in because you know I'm a mama's boy and she had to say hi. Moms are welcome. <laughs> everybody, everybody should say hi to their moms. Moms I, are welcome. So I'm not gonna lie. I was embarrassed. I'm like, she goes, "Are you live now?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And I texted her everything, and she goes, "Oh, hi, son." I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> that's my mom." All right, so we are here. So, absolutely I, I love the dog too oh princess <laughs> yeah princess, oh, princess is up here with us right now she's she's being uh she got a little fired up earlier she's down for the count now is she down for the count yep oh no she found her up <laughs> yeah princess is uh we actually picked her up from the uh parma uh spca mm-hmm. uh she was in a cage and we lost a dog earlier that year and we didn't know if we were going to get another one. And as soon as I saw her laying in that cage, I'm like, "Yeah, you're coming home with us. You don't belong here." That's and- uh, that that's awesome. Rescue dogs are always the best. And uh, you know, I have a I have a big Newfie. I'm a dog lover. A Newfoundland. Uh, she's a big oh. 150 pounds, so she Goodness. doesn't get along with everybody. Wow. Or everybody does. Everybody. Uh, very nice dog. I shouldn't say she doesn't get along with everybody, but I, I'm a dog lover at heart. I love dogs. Of all sizes, but uh, no, rescues are outstanding. Rescue a dog if you can. Oh, uh, and we had to because we weren't going to go through the route that we did before. We had a uh, we had a border collar border collie that we uh, oh, man, I can't believe I'm bringing this up. That we uh, the kid's named Taco. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, he was only nine months old when we had to put him down because he oh, ended no. up with seizures. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, um, And it was a very, very hard decision for us to make, especially being nine months old. And to for have sure. have Princess in our life has kind of filled a little bit of a hole, even though no hole will be filled with that dog. That <laughs> dog is, the kids named him Taco Sam Ed George the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So, but uh, that's why we have princess. And I'm, I'm glad you guys, every now and then she makes an appearance on the show, whether it be in the background with a uh, bellow or, and if nobody knows, she's a beagle mix. She's like a beagle basset hound. And she she's, is feisty. She's welcome on the Browns table with you anytime. <laughs> she normally is on the Browns table. With us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we, we got to get you off here because you got to get stuff for the Browns table. All right, so why don't you shout out your stuff you're doing because you got the Ginger's Talk Football, you got the Browns Table going on, you got 14 other podcasts. I mean, come on, man. Oh, I'm a busy Ginger. So <laughs> basically, my uh, my first passion project is the Ginger's Talk Football podcast. It's with my brother, French. He's a brother from another mother, literally. We're both Gingers, and we talk the entire NFL. I started the Browns Table it is a Browns roundtable discussion, live stream to YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter via Periscope. And it is a Browns roundtable discussion. Anybody can join. You can look us up on Twitter at the Browns table. Uh, for Gingers Talk Football, we're on Twitter at Official Gingers. Um, I, I, I'm a regular uh, lately on the Dogs by Nature Straight No Chaser show with Thelonious Seven. Uh, you can catch me on the Browns huddle with Jason Hand uh, this week. So doing lots of guesting, talking lots of Browns. Man, the Browns are my passion, and mm-hmm. and I can't say no to talking Browns. All right. So now that you have brought that up, we have a bet going on right now. All right. Yes, sir. And I am one game up on Bry, and Bry picked the Browns. Okay, <laughs> because he has just forfeited 
a bottle of whiskey to me. I couldn't. Uh, I oh, couldn't no. do it. Oh yeah. I couldn't pick. He, the Steelers. he could have picked the Steelers. No way. And he picked the Browns. What did he pick the Browns, Vinny? It was like forty-three to six. Forty-eight to three. Yep. Forty-eight to three. <laughs> yep. It's gonna happen. If Vinny for picked who? for the Browns. Okay. And Vinny picked 27-24 because that's what Vinny picks. That there thing is go. trademark. You cannot pick that anywhere else. <laughs> What's the rolls? What's the rolls? Well, you we did we it. did a rolling bet throughout the year. Yeah. And if you got the wins, and if there was a tie at the end, there was you know, we would do points if we needed okay. to. But we are playing for a bottle of whiskey. It is the choosers who gets to pick the whiskey. Mm-hmm. So the oh, losers yeah. gotta pay for it. And as of right now, because I picked the Browns so many times at the beginning of the year, <laughs> I am up one, one game. game. So, I need your prediction for the Cleveland Browns versus the Pittsburgh Squealers. Well, let me ask you this, because I'm a ginger, which means I'm Irish. Is it Jameson? Uh, no, we're actually, we've been into uh, Cleveland Underground Whiskey. So mm-hmm. we've been doing a lot of that. We, I, I look at the bottle. I'm like, oh, it's cool. Let me try it. Noble plus, Oak. plus we got what do we got up yeah. there. Noble. Oak. I got I got Knob Creek. Knob I got Creek. Noble Oak here. We got another one up there that I bought. We got a Cleveland '88 here in the background. Tell I got some got Tully. The, yeah, I, was I got say. some Tully. Tell them you got the Tully Mordew. Yeah, I got the Tully Mordew. I don't mess around with Jameson. I got <laughs> the Tully. So we got. We got Mason Rudolph starting against us, so that that's a plus for the Cleveland side of the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw Sandejo and Harrison Bryan are listed as close contacts for COVID. So yeah, we just got that risk. mid show. Is is that a bad thing, Craig? Uh you know Harrison, <laughs> you know it's it it could be, but it couldn't be. Sandejo has made some big plays, but but there's some times where you where you kind of question what he's doing. Harrison Bryant again. Big play sometimes, but you know, other times it's like it's like going back to Braylon Edwards. Uh, it's not apples to apples, but sometimes he'd make the most ridiculous catches. But if it hit him in the numbers, he wouldn't catch it. And, uh, <laughs> By so the way, Brian's a Michigan fan, so thank you for that. Oh no! All right, and uh, you know, some so so it's a little concerning, and, and those are certain valuable players. But assuming we can get everybody else back, I'm taking the Browns. Oh, putting me on the spot here. I'm I'm going to say 31 to 17. All right. Mark it down, Vinny. You got it. Well, you need to get your ass off here and get our show set up for this evening. I do. I do. I can't wait to have you guys on there. And uh, go Browns. Go thanks, Browns. Go Browns. Hey, go thanks Browns. for coming along with us. We really appreciate it. We really do. My, my pleasure. I'm grateful for you to have me. All right. I'll see you here in about 15 minutes. All right. Thanks. <laughs> see you, bud. Bye. So that was Craig Fountain. Uh, a quick call in because we needed somebody to fill in a little bit of a gap for us. So we are here at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. And I also uh, would apologize again that we do not have Felix Wright on. Vinny, check the... Uh, nope, no. nope. All right. So obviously a scheduling conflict. We'll figure it out. We'll get him back on hopefully here soon. Yeah, it happens. It's a holiday. It is a holiday. So, Bri, yep. we are going to get into the tribute question. I asked you in 2015... What wide receiver of the Browns had less yards than Tom Brady? You know how bad that is? Less yards than a quarterback. <laughs> less and yards you, from you, scrimmage. And you said two people, right? I said two people are running through my head. One of them is somewhere over Dwayne Bow, uh-huh. and the other one is Kenny Britt. Okay. And I'm just trying to think of who was most recent. Who You said 2015. 2015. Golly, I'm thinking that's more Kenny Britt. I'm thinking Dwayne Bow was earlier, just because. Oh, now that I don't know. Owen Owen sixteen was 2017, so yeah, I was pretty close. I'm Kenny Britt. That's my that's my final guess. Let me get the pig. Let me get the pig. Get out of here! <laughs> it was Dwayne over my rainbow. Come on. Yep, Dwayne really? Bow. Dwayne Bow. When was Kenny Britt? He had to be after that. He though. was right after that. Golly. Two horrible sightings that the Browns had. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's get in our top three, boys. It is Fat Boy Tuesday. All right. Yep. Browns are right outside the playoffs. Uh, let's get into our top three Super Bowl contenders. Okay. All right, so we are going to do a wild card for number three, and then your top two Super Bowl contenders. All right? Okay. So, 
I'm going to go with my cousin Vinny first because Vinny has been slaving back here behind us and I appreciate <laughs> it. So, Vinny, give me your top three. Oh, my top three. Well, you know, my number three is kind of, you know, what we see on paper every day. Uh, you know, the the Chiefs have such an amazing team. They've been doing uh, such a great job. I think they're 14-1, and one, if I'm not mistaken. Well, yeah, um, they're awesome. That's yeah. an easy pick. So, yeah, number you got three. That's, why I, got that's, number number, three. that's number why I got three. them at number three. Okay. Uh, you know, you know I, I didn't want to favor the AFC. I got you. You know, so I had to pick someone. You know, I wanted to pick someone from the NFC. NFC also, right. right. So, uh, you know. You can't pass up on uh, on Tom Brady. I I think the Bucks still have a shot. Nice. Bucks number two. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Nice. All right, come and on, then... come on, give me that number one. I know what it's going to be. <laughs> give it to me. <laughs> My number one pick, man. Let's go, Bills. Yeah, there know? he is. I absolutely. Bills Mafia. Bills you know? Mafia in the house. Been a huge fan of them forever, and it's nice to see him getting back up there. So uh, nice. Yeah. The way Let's they looked last Bills. night, that's a good pick. Yeah, All it right. is. All right, so Brian, give me your top fire. three, bud. All right. Well, I'll give you my top three, and I'll also start with a. Uh, they didn't quite make my top three, but they're a, a, maybe a wild card. Somebody that didn't win their division that uh, I I could see winning it all, and it hurts me. It hurts me a lot because my wild card would be other than the Browns. We're taking the Browns out of it. Yeah. Other than the Browns, the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, we talked about it a little earlier that. They're starting to hit their stride ever since that Browns game. And so if they can carry that momentum through the playoffs, I mean, nobody's going to be picking them as their Super Bowl champs. They're going to fly under the radar, whereas last year they were kind of the favorites. So that could benefit them. It scares me a little bit, but um, they're just a wild card. My number three would be um, – there right. we go. All right. I'm sorry. Uh, I messed with your volume. I thought it was mine. Uh Number three is Seattle Seahawks oh, because wow. with Russell Wilson, I mean, he started out hot. He was the MVP league candidate, and then uh, he kind of floundered a little bit lately, but their defense is starting to pick it up again. So if their defense gets hot, I wouldn't bet against Russ. And Pete Carroll, he's he's a Super Bowl head coach. So they're three. Number two, I'll also go NFC, and I'll go Drew Brees' swan song. All right. uh, New Orleans, it and it's, it has a lot to do with the uh, the defense also. Their defense is looking like their Super Bowl champion uh, caliber. So if Drew Brees can find his way and Michael Thomas comes back from injury, we saw what they have in Alvin Kamara. So they're, three, or they're two, number one. Unfortunately, I can't be too creative with it. It's, it's Pat Mahomes and Kansas City All defending right. champs. Yep. All right, well, it's time for the fat guys' top three. All right, so my top three is I'm going to go number three, my wild card, Buffalo Bills. I'm there going you to, go. I'm going to go with my cousin Vinny. They're a two seed. Uh-huh. It doesn't matter. It's still a wild card okay. because Kansas City is so good that I think Buffalo could actually sneak one on them. Yeah, it, it it still kills me to this day, Josh Allen having the success he is. Yes. Uh, my number two, and I got to go with my boy up north, A. A. Ron. Rogers. Mm-hmm. They are looking like it's unreal. Your MVP. But it, it's like. just, it's unreal what he's doing. And you know something? I'm just going to pick them because I love a, a Ron Rogers. I just like saying it that way. Mm-hmm. All right. So my number one. All right. And this might shock you. Right. Okay. Seattle Seahawks. Okay. I think the Seahawks have found their defense now, and they just got to get their offense retuned. Yeah. Because their defense has played lights out ever since they got uh, the Dunlop. De- yeah. From, uh, from the Bengals. Yeah. So I'm going to go as a, my number one, Seattle Seahawks. I, I just can't, I don't understand. Like, I can throw the Browns in there. Browns can make some noise when they make it in. But. I got to go with Seattle because it's just, there's a weird feeling I got about Seattle. They are, they already have the championship pedigree. I, I know. I just, it's, it's weird. Mm-hmm. So we are here at the end of the show, boys. All right. We had fun. We had a little scheduling conflict with Felix, right? Hopefully we'll iron that out. We'll get him back on here soon. That's, yeah, you know, on a, it happens. It happens. We're not upset. Um, <laughs> so we are legal ham in the face. You can find us at Twitter at Hamill Eagle. You can find us on Facebook at 
the Illegal Ham in the Face page. You can also soon find us on YouTube. You can also find that fat guy and either hear a little bit that big bri bri on the Browns Roundtable. Oh, yeah. Right. Which we are going to be part of. And then you can also find us when we start doing our live show. We're getting set up here. We got the Fat Boy Studios kind of moved around. So hopefully here soon we will have our first ever live show. So I'm excited. I, everybody's excited. Bry's excited. Mm-hmm. So uh, we want to thank our troops. We want to thank our first responders. Okay. Especially my buddy just got the vaccine the other day. So. You know, shout out to those guys getting the vaccine out. Hopefully we can get closer back to normal every day as we go forward. And this is a new year. So I hope that everybody has a grand, fabulous 2021. Because mm-hmm. in 2021, you know what happens? That fat guy turns 40. Oh, man. Get out of here. I swear yeah. to God. Yep. Big 4 Big 4 You know what else happens in 2021? Uh, I think the apocalypse, right? <laughs> no. You have a professional playoff football team. Oh, that is true. Perfect. Just wait. Just Perfect. Wait. You'd be the Ohio State Buckeyes, right? <laughs> I guess the very first day, yeah. if you go out, okay. you're still Perfect. technically a playoff team. We haven't got into college football, and I apologize. We'll get into it after this week. 11th. Uh, that's Dabo. Dabo, Dabo shut up. I'm not talking about Dabo on my show. <laughs> Dabo. All right, so my cousin Vinny, give him a good night. Hey, have a good night, everybody. Big brag, give him a God bless. Yeah, I'll give you God bless you, and also uh, thank you to Craig for coming on for such short notice. Um, We appreciate you, and God bless America. God bless you. God bless the Cleveland Browns. Here's to playoffs. All right, I am that fat guy. We are uncorked, unloaded, and we are out. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 